This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Off the inbound, Holiday. In a rusty afternoon for him, his first game in the last 10. Giannis Holiday inside. Great ball rotation, Middleton, Giannis downhill, slams it home, and the Bucks lead by three. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski on the BetQL Audio Network. Big win for the Bucks yesterday over the Clips. Joe Ostrowski, Tom Casale here on the BetQL Audio Network. Points bet the exclusive sports betting partner of the Denver Nuggets, outdoing the competition in Colorado, they are now live with minus 105 spreads on all NBA games. That's the best price of any sports book. Why bet anywhere else? You hear that? Everybody listening on 1430 in Denver, following us on Twitter at BetQL Daily, at BetQL Daily. Uh, so, Tom, let's take a look at this evening's NBA card. I think there are, are a bunch of ways to attack this. And I want to start with a game that we mentioned earlier in the show and the line has since moved because mm-hmm. of course it, this is the time in the morning during our show. It is unbelievable. I'll, right before we go in the air, I, I check the lines and then in the middle of the show, when we do an NBA segment, breaking down all the sides and totals, a bunch of sides have already moved a few points. And that's what's happened in the, the dog of the night, the ugliest game, not the betting dog, just the ugliest game. Cleveland, and Houston. A little bit ago this morning, I saw five, five and a half right now in points bet. It's down to two and a half for good reason. It's ugly because we have the two worst ATS records in the NBA going at it between the Rockets and the Cavaliers. Christian Wood looks like he's out again. Victor Oladipo is questionable. There are reports surfacing that he's already turned down a two-year contract offer from his new team, uh, the Rockets. But I don't know how you back Houston as a favorite over any team. Since Christian Wood has gone out of the lineup, they have lost 11 in a row. And conversely, the Cavs, arrow pointing up a little bit. They've won three straight. I can't say I love the Cavs, but I've got to take Cleveland getting getting points against Houston. Yeah, I would lean them Cleveland with two and a half. I'd like the five a lot more. So that's, yeah. one, you know, college, pro, it's all the same. I mean, getting these early lines is so important and nightly – uh, sports like basketball and that, that's quite a big line move there so yeah I'm with you I, I there's no way I would lay points with Houston right now so that's the, no. that's Cleveland or nothing for me uh Tom was there a game maybe you like the cider total intrigue storylines anything yeah well I I do like the over that Dan talked about in the Brooklyn game 
You know, I, I think he made a strong argument for that. And that was a game I was looking at coming in. I'm going to throw one your way. Let me uh, tell me, talk me out of it. I like the Bulls plus five at home a little bit. What do you think? Again, talking out of that. <laughs> I understand why you like it. The, the Bulls as a dog this season. They've played well. Zach Levine has put the team on his back of late. They're hitting 60% against the number record of 19 and 13. And uh, Denver's bottom three in ATS records this year. I just don't get it, man. I know a lot of it is because we're not getting the Murray we were getting in the bubble. But Jokic is legitimately a triple threat, triple double threat every single night. And he's doing it all by himself. They're they're not helping him out enough. And right now, that's why he's not going to win the award because his team just isn't good enough. Bulls are fifth in pace, Denver bottom three. Uh, but I like the Bulls getting five, five and a half tonight at home against the Nuggets as well. Yeah, that's my favorite play of the night. I just, uh, you know, I, I think the Bulls and the Knicks are in a similar category where uh, people are still surprised that they're uh, competitive. You, you know, they weren't expected to be this good, and you're still getting value on the number there. I was talked about uh, this with JJ on Friday, and I know we're biased because I'm in Chicago and he's in New York. But just it feels right that the Bulls and Knicks are somewhat relevant again. I know they're not contenders to go to the finals, probably not going on a deep run, but it feels like all is right with the NBA when when they're at least relevant and they're not being uh, laughed at sitting in the basement of the Eastern Conference. No doubt about it, and it's good for the league. Listen, I hate the Yankees. I hate them. But if the Yankees are bad, baseball is boring. You know, like, the, like I always root all year for the Yankees not to make the playoffs, and if they don't, it's the playoffs, and I'm bored to death. So, you know, I think it's good for the NBA that the Bulls and the Knicks start to improve here. And, you know, hey, it's uh, – listen – the, I like this Bulls team. You know, I saw them early in the season against Sacramento, and there was just something about them, the rebounding, the effort that caught my eye. So plus five, I'll take that all day. Yeah, and uh, the new regime hasn't even brought in their own guys yet. They, they have one draft pick in Patrick Williams, and that's about it. So uh, there's some big-time upside there. I did want to follow up on Brooklyn, San Antonio. Dan Bach gave us that earlier on in the show. Around 234 and a half, 235, liking the over. And I do agree with that. Just some other numbers. Uh, Brooklyn, we know they're on a roll right now, even without Kevin Durant. They've covered eight of their last nine games. To the over, the Nets are 17 and four over their last 21 games. I can't wait to see what it looks like once Kevin Durant uh, does return here. <laughs> but it's funny, even when they're all healthy, they're in a spot right now. Okay, you sit. All right, you can sit tonight. And nobody makes a big deal about it because they're not losing games. Yeah, and I, what do you think? I, is this a sleepy spot for the Nets? Uh, minus five, I kind of like them a little bit there, but I, I do like the over a little more. Is it minus five? That means it's, uh, yeah, it's been creeping up this morning. A couple hours ago, it was sitting at three and a half. So people are jumping on Brooklyn. I prefer the over as well. Yeah, I'll probably lay off that. Yeah. Uh I want to hit on this more when we get to the player props in the show, but there are a couple of different matchups where you have teams that have been consistently making the most amount of threes every night versus teams that are giving up the most amount of threes every night. We'll make sure that we hit that in the player props. Uh, You know, a couple games early on in the evening, where you've got some star power. I'm just looking forward to seeing how how it looks. You know, 
a lot of people wrote off Luka Doncic for the MVP award. He was the favorite, first or second favorite coming into the season. He moves down a little bit. He's in that 12 to 15 to 1 range. But the Mavs are starting to get it together a little bit here of late. Uh, now, now that at least they have Porzingis on the court. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah, I mean, they were uh, overvalued, I, I thought, coming into the season. And that's a team that I, I think spread-wise is always going to be a little bit overvalued because uh, the public likes to bet them. They like to bet Luka. But you're right. They're starting to put it together. That's going to be an interesting team to watch in the second half after the All-Star break. Yes, the uh, Dallas Mavericks, they've won three of their last four, including a win over Brooklyn on Saturday. That was, talk about spots, Tom. I know you like to play spots. That was a great spot uh, for Dallas once we got the news that Kyrie was going to be sitting. Yeah, and uh, see, it's, it's tough because with a team like the Mavericks, like I just said, you know, like the if you saw, I'm sure you talked to odds makers heading into the year and they had all the money on the Mavs to win the title, all the money on Luka to win MVP. So, yep. you know, you're not going to get much value on that team early in the year. But the struggles, uh, you know, not, now they're coming back. That's a team I think after the All-Star break could catch fire. Uh, maybe our guy Jake Galley uh, producing the show today can help us out with the Sixers because Indiana, Philadelphia, Right now on Monday morning, that's a game. That's a game we can't bet. Like we could talk about the spread of five and a half total, two twenty three and a half. Last I checked, but it's a game I can't bet because I see Embiid is listed as questionable, and then also their third best player, some would say second best player, Tobias Harris, is also listed as questionable. And uh, the Pacers, they've lost three games in a row. Brogdon's questionable. That that is something with the NBA this year. While we do have um, some quick line movement early in the day some games i'm just not touching uh talk to me a half hour when we get the starting lineups before the game tips yeah and that might be you might want to look at the under 223 in this game uh especially if mb doesn't play yep. uh you know, I, i'm not a, a you know a huge fan of betting unders in the nba for obvious reasons but the, <laughs> that line looks a little high to me with a couple of those guys questionable to play yep uh, and we also have a couple other games we have not hit on. We've got Utah and New Orleans. This Jazz number, let's see if there's any movement. No, it's holding steady at seven. Total of 236. Still the best ATS record in the NBA. They've covered 22 out of their last 20, uh, 26 games. And then New Orleans, they have one of the worst ATS records. 
that that trend is starting to fade lately a little bit with the Jazz. But uh, anytime you want to tell me that you're going to make a case for Utah, I'm not going to fight you on this. They're the only team top five offensive and defensive efficiency in the league. Yeah, and no, I can't I can't back the Pelicans against good teams. Their defense no. is just trash. So oh. uh, I, I'm not going to lay the seven tonight, but I, I would lean the Jazz. Charlotte and Portland is the final game of the evening. Blazers, a bit of a downward spiral hill. They, they've lost four games in a row despite having a record of 18 and 14 on the season. Now, after losing four straight, they are still heavy favorites going up against Charlotte. Uh, let's see. It, we're down to six and a half. It was uh, seven and a half earlier this morning. So favored by six and a half. Now the Hornets back to back. Big win last night. They're down eight with a minute left. They pull off the win against the Kings. And this is going to be their third game in four nights. I would lean to Portland, but the way they're playing right now, I'm not laying six and a half, seven and a half. Yeah, I agree. This feels like a get-right game for Portland tonight. Uh, I could see them blowing Charlotte out of the water. But with the way they're playing, I'm not going to lay the six and a half. I think there's better bets on the board tonight. Yeah, and uh, Tom, you just mentioned that you're not looking to play a lot of unders in the NBA. It's just it's just funny when you look at the card as a whole and you see all these games. We don't even have a 240 game, but so many mid-230s. And then if you get a 217, if you get a 220 out there, you're like, whoa, what, what's going on here? Are, are all the star players out? Yeah, no, no kidding. That's a the you're you're not gonna you're not gonna make a living betting uh, NBA unders. That's for sure. I I, no. I hated myself right after I said it. To be honest, <laughs> so are you are you saying no? You want to scratch that? Uh, omit that? Yeah, from the, the podcast? yeah. Well, let's uh, we'll edit that out for for the later shows. Yeah, not bad. Uh, seven games tonight, so a decent card. We'll get to the player props later coming up. Uh, something else that uh, we failed to mention earlier in the show, Dylan Burns' team, He, I mean, his team is on a roll in the first half. The Knicks, they've covered 13 straight. I mean, Tom, we're not the biggest trend show, but when you have a run like that or the Jazz run earlier this year, sometimes it's, it's something you want to take into account. I'm not. It better not be the only reason that you're making a play on a game, but that's something that uh, you have to take a look at when you have a team that's, okay, middle of the pack. They're an all right team, but they come out hot fire early in games. Maybe there's something there. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with that because it's probably something in the market too. You know, I had mentioned Drake earlier in the show. Uh, it took a while for the market to catch up with just how good Drake was. So you were getting valuable numbers on that. And I think that, I mean, we've seen that in the NHL uh, for a couple of years with those first first period overs that they finally adjusted to, right? But when, when there's something like that, it's usually because the market hasn't caught up yet. You notice nobody's talking about those first period overs anymore? No, no. <laughs> that's, they've had enough of that, that's for sure. So what happened there? Because I'm I'm not the biggest NHL guy. I was I was sort of paying attention to it, but I, I noticed not a lot of people are talking about it, so they must not be hitting. Did everyone go to two? The the lines went up, and really the juice really went up as well. The mm. you know it's when they were red hot, people didn't mind laying the one ninety or the one eighty. But then when they start evening out, you know how many how many minus one nineties do you want to lose in a week? So it, I, I think that's what it was. They just the, the value's gone and the line's gone up. So you know, it was a listen. There's not a million people who bet NHL, so the, the market took a little while to that for them to adjust. But 
once uh, some shows started talking about it <laughs> and, uh-huh. and more of your uh, casual better started betting it, that was the end of it. And it was the same teams doing it again and yep. again and again. They're like, yeah, we're sick of losing money on yeah, this. The, the Blackhawks were, I mean, you could set your watch to their first period overs. Wasn't the Lightning too? Or the Lightning, yep. yeah. Yeah, I remember I, that that was the that was the highest juice I'd seen. It was when those two teams played. It was like minus two thirty, and people were still mm. betting the first, and it went over. So, but that's when they really started juicing. It was that game that they played last year. That's Tom Casale. I'm Joe Ostrowski. This is BetQL Daily on the BetQL Audio Network. If it's your first time hearing from Tom, he co-hosts the BetQLU podcast with our very own Eli Hershkovich. A big college hoops guy really looking forward to the tournament we are 13 days away tom from selection sunday so i can't wait till we're sitting here on the monday uh two weeks from today and just reacting to all of the brackets and uh just picking all of the matchups apart every single region it's going to be fun but coming up next we're going to hit on tonight's games and tomorrow's games we have two top 10 matchups in college hoops on Tuesday afternoon, afternoon, and then the evening. You know, maybe if uh, you're working from home, you might want to make sure you're near a TV. That is next. College Hoops, Joe Ostrowski, Tom Casali. You're locked into the BetQL Audio Network.